It's March the 19th. Let's read the Bible. Hi folks, my name is Ray Pritchard. Welcome back or welcome if you're joining us today for the first time on this year-long adventure. We hopped on the Bible bus in January and by God's grace, we're going to stay on the Bible bus all the way through to the end of the book of Revelation at the end of the month of December. Now here we are, March the 19th, we're about to start the Gospel of Mark. If you want to understand the principles of this reading guide, if you want to know what we're going to read every single day this year, go to keepbelieving.com, download right on the front page, download the PDF. It's got the readings for all 365 days this year. It'll help you understand where we've been and where we're going. Gospel of Mark, five fast facts. Number one, this is the shortest of all four of the Gospels. Number two, Peter was a good friend of John Mark. And most people believe that the eyewitness stories in the Gospel of Mark started with Peter. He told them to Mark. Mark wrote them down. We have them as part of God's Word today. Third, this Gospel was especially written to the Romans. That is, to the Romans who were not Jewish, who did not know the Old Testament, didn't understand Jewish customs very well, but they wanted to know who Jesus was. Remember, Gospel of Matthew, which we've already been through, was written by Matthew to Jewish readers to explain to them that Jesus is their promised Messiah. Mark was writing to a completely different audience, so you have fewer Old Testament quotations. And in this gospel, you have Mark stopping at certain points to explain Jewish customs to Roman readers who wouldn't be familiar with them. Number four, deeds over words. Mark is the story of Jesus, the suffering servant, Jesus, the man of action. There is a word that appears 41 times in the gospel that uh, is sometimes translated, well, in the King James straightway, translated in the most modern versions as immediately. Jesus did this, immediately he went there, immediately he said this, immediately he did this. Jesus, the preeminent man of action. And number five, and finally, Jesus is presented in this gospel as the servant. Remember Mark 10, 45, for the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Now, if you want a simple outline of the gospel of Mark, here it is. Identity, authority, purpose. Identity, chapters one through eight. Who is he? Authority, chapters nine through 13. What does he teach? Purpose, chapters 14 through 16, why did he come? This gospel explains his identity, his authority, and the purpose for which he came to earth. He came as the suffering servant to die as a ransom for the sins of many, to offer himself to the whole world as Lord and Savior. So today, Mark chapters 1 through 3. Mark 1, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ the Son of God, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way. A voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord. Make his paths straight. John came baptizing in the wilderness and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him, and they were baptized by him in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. 
John wore a camel hair garment with a leather belt around his waist and ate locust and wild honey. He proclaimed, one who is more powerful than I am is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the strap of his sandals. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized in the Jordan by John. As soon as he came up out of the water, he saw the heavens being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are my beloved son with you. I am well pleased. Immediately, the spirit drove him into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness 40 days being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals and the angels were serving him. After John was arrested, Jesus went to Galilee proclaiming the good news of God. The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. As he passed alongside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, Simon's brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Follow me, Jesus told them, and I will make you fish for people. Immediately, they left their nets and followed him. Going on a little farther, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John in a boat, putting their nets in order. Immediately, he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. They went into Capernaum and right away he entered the synagogue on the Sabbath and began to teach. They were astonished at his teaching because he was teaching them as one who had authority and not like the scribes. Just then, a man with an unclean spirit was in their synagogue. He cried out, what do you have to do with us? Jesus of Nazareth, have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him saying, be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit threw him into convulsions, shouted with a loud voice and came out of him. They were all amazed. And so they began to ask each other, who is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even the unclean spirits and they obey him at once. The news about him spread throughout the entire vicinity of Galilee. As soon as they left the synagogue, they went into Simon and Andrew's house with James and John. Simon's mother-in-law was lying in bed with a fever, and they told him about her at once. So he went to her, took her by the hand, and raised her up. The fever left her, and she began to serve them. When evening came, after the sun had set, they brought to him all those who were sick and demon-possessed. The whole town was assembled at the door, and he healed many who were sick with various diseases and drove out many demons, and he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, he got up, went out, and made his way to a deserted place, and there he was praying. Simon and his companions searched for him, and when they found him, they said, Everyone is looking for you. And he said to them, let's go on to the neighboring villages so that I may preach there too. This is why I have come. He went into all of Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and driving out demons. Then a man with leprosy came to him and on his knees begged him, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Moved with compassion, Jesus reached out his hand and touched him. I am willing, he told him, 
be made clean. Immediately, the leprosy left him and he was made clean. Then he sternly warned him and sent him away at once, telling him, see that you say nothing to anyone, but go and show yourself to the priest and offer what Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Yet he went out began to proclaim it widely and to spread the news with the result that Jesus could no longer enter a town openly, but he was out in deserted places and they came to him from everywhere. Mark chapter two. When he entered Capernaum again after some days, it was reported that he was at home. So many people gathered together. There was no more room, not even in the doorway. And he was speaking the word to them. They came to him, bringing a paralytic carried by four of them. Since they were not able to bring him to Jesus because of the crowd, they removed the roof above him. And after digging through it, they lowered the mat on which the paralytic was lying, seeing their faith. Jesus told the paralytic son, your sins are forgiven. But some of the scribes were sitting there questioning in their hearts. Why does he speak like this? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Right away, Jesus perceived in his spirit that they were thinking like this within themselves and said to them, why are you thinking these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven or to say, get up, take your mat and walk. But so that you may know that the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he told the paralytic, I tell you, get up, take your mat and go home. Immediately, he got up, took the mat and went out in front of everyone. As a result, they were all astounded and gave glory to God saying, we have never seen anything like this. Jesus went out again beside the sea. The whole crowd was coming to him and he was teaching them. Then passing by, he saw Levi the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax office. And he said to him, follow me. And he got up and followed him. While he was reclining at the table in Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many who were following him. When the scribes who were Pharisees saw that he was eating with sinners and tax collectors, they asked his disciples, why does he eat? with tax collectors and sinners. When Jesus heard this, he told them, it is not those who are well who need a doctor, but those who are sick. I didn't come to call the righteous, but sinners. Now, John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting. People came and asked him, why do John's disciples and the Pharisees' disciples fast? But your disciples do not fast. Jesus said to them, the wedding guests can't fast. While the groom is with them, can they? As long as they have the groom with them, they cannot fast. But the time will come when the groom will be taken from them, and then they will fast on that day. No one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment. Otherwise, the new patch pulls away from the old cloth, and a worse tear is made. And no one puts new wine into old wine skins. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins and the wine is lost as well as the skins. No, new wine is put into fresh 
wineskins on the Sabbath, he was going through the grain fields and his disciples began to make their way, picking some heads of grain. The Pharisees said to him, look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? He said to them, have you never read what David and those who were with him did when he was in need and hungry, how he entered the house of God in the time of Abiathar the high priest and ate the bread of the presence, which is not lawful for anyone to eat except the priests, and also gave some to his companions? And then he told them, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. So then the son of man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Mark chapter three, Jesus entered the synagogue again and a man was there who had a shriveled hand. In order to accuse him, they were watching him closely to see whether he would heal him on the Sabbath. He told the man with the shriveled hand, stand before us. Then he said to them, is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath or do evil to save life or to kill? But they were silent. After looking around at them with anger, he was grieved at the hardness of their hearts and told the man, stretch out your hand. So he stretched it out and his hand was restored. Immediately, the Pharisees went out and started plotting with the Herodians against him how they might kill him. Jesus departed with his disciples to the sea and a large crowd followed from Galilee and a large crowd followed from Judea, Jerusalem, Idumea, beyond the Jordan and around Tyre and Sidon. The large crowd came to him because they heard about everything he was doing. Then he told his disciples to have a small boat ready for him so that the crowd wouldn't crush him. Since he had healed many, all who had diseases were pressing toward him to touch him. Whenever the unclean spirits saw him, they fell down before him and cried out, you are the son of God. And he would strongly warn them not to make him known. Jesus went up on the mountain and summoned those he wanted. They came to him. He appointed 12 whom he also named apostles to be with him, to send them out to preach and to have authority to drive out demons. He appointed the 12 to Simon. He gave the name Peter and to James, the son of Zebedee, and to his brother John, he gave the name Boanerges, that is, sons of thunder, Andrew, Philip, and Bartholomew, Matthew, and Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, Simon, the zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him. Jesus entered a house, and the crowd gathered again so that they were not even able to eat. When his family heard this, they set out to restrain him because they said he is out of his mind. The scribes who had come down from Jerusalem said he is possessed by Beelzebul and he drives out demons by the ruler of the demons. So he summoned them and spoke to them in parables. How can Satan drive out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. If a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan opposes himself and is divided, he cannot stand, but is finished. But no one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his possessions unless he first ties up the strong man. Then he can plunder his house. Truly, I tell you, 
People will be forgiven for all sins and whatever blasphemies they utter. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, but is guilty of an eternal sin because they were saying he has an unclean spirit. His mother and his brothers came and standing outside, they sent word to him and called him. A crowd was sitting around him and told him, look, your mother, your brothers and your sisters are outside asking for you. He replied to them, who are my mother and my brothers? Looking at those sitting in a circle around him, he said, here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does the will of God is my brother and sister and mother. What a, what a beginning. You notice there in these early chapters of Mark, there's no birth story. Jesus is the servant, the lowly servant. People aren't that interested in where a servant came from. We just get the bam, here's Jesus. And did you get that immediately, immediately? One thing, this, we're just, the stories are being piled one on top of the other to help us see. We got to face the question. You got to face the question. I have to face the question, who is this man? Who is this man? And there's great good encouragement for you and me here at the end of this story. Who is my mother and who are my brothers? It's anybody who does the will of God. You want to know Jesus? You can know him. You want to follow him? You can follow him. You want a personal relationship with this man? Go out today and do the will of God. Jesus came for you. He came for me. The door is open. Anybody who wants to, anybody who has an open heart can come to Jesus and follow him. So that's the reading for today. Lord, help us. We pray. Guide us. Give us obedient hearts. Lord, give us willing hearts. Make us good followers of Jesus. Help us to follow wherever he leads today. In Jesus' name, amen. Go out and have a great day, folks. Come back tomorrow. We'll do this again. God bless.